Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to mini-sode number 52 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Matt McLeod. If you're new here, welcome to the greatest fitness, but also non-fitness podcast in the entire world. And today's topic is how important is nutrient timing? I think nutrient timing is one of those things where we often get caught up in the minutia of things. It sounds sexy, right? Nutrient timing. It sounds like you're doing some hardcore calculus or something to make sure that your body maximizes muscle gain and, and fat loss. And it's really marketable. And I think it's also something that we feel like we have control of that makes more of a difference than it actually does. That's not to say that it doesn't matter at all because it absolutely does. So some of the notes I have down here is one of the things is nutrient timing matters about 10% for, for body composition and also for performance. So you have the you have the pyramid of priorities, right? And I'll put that right here. So the, so the bottom is, is basically going to be calories, right? So, so calories, uh, just your total daily energy input and output, of course, that's going to be the most important. And the next is going to be the macronutrient um, composition of your entire, uh, uh, everything that you eat throughout the day, then above that typically is going to be nutrient timing. Um, and so, yeah, about 10%, but that 10% can add up over time. And especially if you think 10% on a regular basis, that can, as far as years of of gaining muscle goes, uh, it can really it can really add up. And I think this goes back to how much do you really care about this stuff? If you care more, uh, then then I think yeah, you you might want to pay a little bit more to nutrient timing. Uh, I also think the more experience that you have, so the more training experience, the more uh, advanced of an athlete that you are, uh, the more experience you have in the weight room the more important nutrient timing becomes for the intermediate to advanced lifter. Uh, that's, that's, that's important to remember. So if you want to really eke out the most of your gains, you're going to have to pay a little bit more attention to your nutrient timing. I think the, the main point I want to, uh, talk about here is just like, if you do want to pay attention to nutrient timing, then what is your most effective way of doing that and the most efficient way of doing that while also keeping your entire life in perspective. Cause I think that is what is going to be key here because I can tell you that four to six meals per day spaced three to three to five hours apart are going to be, be best for muscle growth. But if you have kids, you have a, a strenuous job, you have different things that you have to uh, attend to throughout the day. Well, that's, that's not going to be as important. So then you'd probably have better progress just by focusing mostly on your, your calorie input each day and also the, the macronutrient breakdown uh, for each day as well. But with that being said, I think, um, one question that probably a lot of you would have would be about intermittent fasting. I think that's the main thing that a lot of people, uh, and I, I think I'm going to, I need to do a mini sode on intermittent fasting in general, uh, just by a, a standalone topic. But the problem I have with, so from an intermittent fasting standpoint and nutrient timing optimization standpoint, intermittent fasting is by no means optimal. Having two meals in a day, if you're trying to build muscle mass or if 
you're trying to retain your muscle mass as you diet down, which I think is even more important because that's typically what people are doing with intermittent fasting. They're trying to diet and they're trying to make their eating window smaller. And, uh, and I think that that is the big perk of intermittent fasting. And, I, and for most people, it's probably okay. Don't get me wrong. I, I, clearly, a lot of people have a lot of success with it. But what I don't want you to do is to go the majority of your day starving and then you just become a gluttonous pig for eight hours during your feeding window, right? That's whenever you can create unhealthy relationships with food. And I think that's something that's not talked about enough with intermittent fasting. Not only is it not optimal from a body composition or performance standpoint, but it's also not optimal with your relationship with food. If you're going throughout the entire day telling yourself you can't eat anything whenever you're starving and then you can finally that that time period hits and then finally you can stuff your face with with all these different foods and oftentimes it can be very difficult to have the willpower to restrain yourself from eating just a bunch of junk and you do that consistently on a regular basis well of course that's going to have an, a, an ill effect on your health on your performance goals on your body composition goals etc so that's that's something you need to be careful with, with intermittent fasting. Uh, ideally, each meal would be the same size. Whenever you look at all the literature on eating disorders, on uh, binge eating, right, on making sure that uh, people have a healthy relationship with food, basically all of them say the importance of having several meals throughout the day, roughly about the same size. Uh, again, I think if you have to bias your meal size due to your schedule, uh, I think that is, that's totally okay. But what you don't want to do is have drastic increases or decreases in your meals throughout the day. I think having, like for me, it would typically be, honestly, it's usually about two, two moderate meals per day. And then I would have one larger meal for dinner, right? Or maybe two moderate meals, one larger meal, and then maybe one small-ish meal uh, at the end of the day. And so for me, that typically looks like three meals and one protein shake. But I also have probably some fruit with a protein shake, maybe some Greek yogurt, something along those lines. But the other three meals are going to be roughly about the same caloric intake. And the reason why you have to be careful with having three meals or less whenever you are on a diet, whenever you're trying to lose body fat. So you're in a calorie deficit, you're in, you're in a hypocaloric state. Uh, and again, this is, this is minutia here. So I don't want you to think that it's the end of the world if you have to eat three or fewer meals per day. Uh, I think three meals is about as low as I would typically recommend. Uh, maybe two meals and a shake would be, would be a way to, to kind of get around that. But Three is going to be a sweet spot for most people. And, and I think that's why we have the typical breakfast, lunch, and dinner template for the average individual. Uh, and I think that that works. But the reason with three or fewer meals is that you risk uh, losing muscle mass. And I think this is something that people don't think about enough whenever they are dieting. They think about, okay, I need to lose body fat. I need to lose body fat. But they don't think about, okay, I also need to make sure that all the muscle that I've gained, uh, I, I'm not losing it as well. So muscle retention while dieting is something people don't talk about enough because you are at risk, especially the more intermediate to advanced and experienced lifter you are, uh, you risk losing muscle mass as you diet down if you aren't careful with how you do that. And, and the reason why having three or fewer meals can put your muscle uh, at, at risk is because 
you absorb a meal for the most part, let's just be pretty general here for, for about, it's going to take about three to four to five hours to digest and absorb that meal. But then what happens is whenever you hit, like, let's say you have that meal and then at the three hour mark, uh, you're, you're still not getting any influx of, of nutrients in, well, your body is going to start to break down your muscle mass. It's going to start breaking down, uh, um, the, the, uh, the muscle tissue for, for amino acids, right? That's 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 what happens because you don't have any protein coming in on a regular basis. And whenever it reaches that that uh, absorption rate, and whenever it re reaches full full uh, digestibility, basically, then it starts. It has to pull things from what it already has because whenever you're in a calorie deficit, you're already eating fewer calories than you're burning, and so you're you're in a hypocaloric state, and that means that. You're not going to have tons of tons of nutrients to go around to preserve your hard-earned muscle mass. So this is why having you know four to to six meals a day could be more optimal for holding on to that muscle mass because you still are eating whether you have two meals a day or five meals a day. Ideally, you're still having we're, we're assuming you're still eating the same amount of total calories throughout the day. But whenever you split it up into four or five meals, you are, you're still in that hypocaloric state, but you're also getting multiple protein feedings throughout the day, which allows you to spare that harder muscle mass instead of waiting three hours after the, the food has already been absorbed and digested. Well, that's three hours that it has to pull from your, your muscle mass for, for amino acids and for energy, right? So instead of doing that. I would say you wait about three to five hours between meals and then you have another meal. That way it has more nutrients coming in uh, and, and you can spare your muscle mass that way. Uh, so, so yeah, in general, I would say four to, to six meals per day. Like I said, for me, it's going to be three meals and a shake. That's, 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 that's about the, the most that I will, I will typically go. And if you don't, if you're like, Hey, I don't want to eat four to six meals per day. Like that's, that's totally okay. I'm talking about if you want to optimize your nutrient timing and get the most gains possible, this is how you do it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's, that's typically a good recommendation. I would say four to six meals spaced about three to five hours apart. Ideally that is, is going to be best with your carbohydrate intake. Uh, so real quick, I want to talk on uh, people worry about taking in whatever, like high glycemic carbs right after your workout and making sure that you get this big insulin spike, all these different things. Uh, for the most part, just eating a regular meal with a mixed uh, variation of proteins, carbs, and fats is going to be totally just fine. The only time people really have to worry about nutrient timing and getting in fast digesting carbohydrates is whenever you're maybe doing like two a days. So you have an AM lifting session or an, and a PM lifting session, or if you're a, a hybrid athlete or something and you do lifting in the morning and then running in the afternoon or vice versa, that's whenever the nutrient timing, making sure that you get in quite a bit of fast digesting carbohydrates is going to be more important so that you can fuel that second training session. But other than that, it's not going to matter because if you lift, if you lift at noon on Monday, and then after that, you're going to have a full day of eating. And so if you lift again at noon on Tuesday, 
all of those subsequent meals that you have after your workout, those are going to fuel your body enough so that by the time you have your next workout, you'll be totally fine. You don't need to have, you don't need to down pixie sticks or sour patch kids or something directly after your workout or even during your workout, uh, if that's, that's the case. Um, and I think intro workout is something that I guess I should mention as well. For the most part, for most people, I don't think intro workout carbohydrates are going to be that important. The only time I see them being, again, I, I guess they, they, they could be important if you're really trying to maximize everything, then you could have like a protein shake and a little bit of carbohydrates and some creatine and do all types of shit and make this cocktail. Uh, but for most of you, you're probably not going to want to deal that, with that. The most you're going to do is maybe like a Gatorade during your session. And I think intro workout, maybe if you're doing uh, like a heavy leg day and you typically get headaches in between your sets, like you're just so out of breath and you're out of energy, and maybe you haven't had your pre-workout meal for like two or three hours in, uh, before your, your actual workout, I think that's whenever intro workout carbs make sense. But if you had a meal like an hour before you start lifting, then you, you probably don't need that Gatorade during your session. The, the nutrients that you consumed in that meal before your workout, it's going to be just fine. And you don't have to rush home and get your protein shake or anything like that. Just go home, make the meal like you normally would, uh, and you'll, you'll, you'll be totally fine. Um, uh, with that being said, I would bias most of your carbohydrate intake uh, around your training session. It's just going to be utilized probably a little bit more effectively and efficiently if you do it that way. Uh, and with the largest doses, yeah, uh, generally occurring in the pre, intra, and post tr uh, training time periods. Um, and then with your fat intake, I would make sure that uh, because what fat is going to do is it's going to uh, allow you to digest your foods longer. So a good time to do this would be like in the morning for breakfast, whenever you're going to work or something and you need, you don't want to be hungry immediately after eating. So that's where having a little bit higher fat makes more sense because it's going to take longer to digest. Another example would be like before bed, right? You want something a little bit more slower digesting. You don't want something to get in and out of your system super quick like you maybe would if you're having a pre-workout or a post-workout meal. Um, so that's, that's something to think about uh, as well. But other than that, I think that about covers most of it with nutrient timing. Stick with mostly regular meal sizes uh, th throughout the day. Sometimes, of course, if you need to adjust that, that's fine. Just don't do anything too massive, meaning don't starve yourself in the beginning of the day just so you can eat a lot at nighttime. That's that's going to be bad. Um, I would say four to four to six meals is going to be optimal. For most of you, it's probably going to be about three to five meals. Maybe add in another shake uh, and you'll be, you'll be good to go every three to five hours is going to be uh, ideal. And uh, yeah, carbs around the workout. And, and other than that, you should be should be good to go. All right. And that is it for mini-sode number 52 on the More Than Fitness podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story 
tag me at Matt McLeod six. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.